We're returning now to the Middle East where hostages, including Emily Hand, are making their way home and a pause in fighting continues to hold. But can a temporary truce build momentum towards a longer term end to violence? Earlier I spoke to Dr Toby Green from the Middle East Centre at the London School of Economics. I started by asking him what happens when this temporary four day ceasefire comes to an end. Well, first of all, it's worth highlighting that this truce is a very is a very fragile one. The deal itself has a lot of moving parts and lots of things that can go wrong. You probably noticed there was a delay of several hours yesterday, and Israelis are also claiming that Hamas has breached the terms of the truce. In one case, they've released a, a 13-year-old girl without her mother, who remains in captivity, um, which is a break of the terms of the deal where Hamas had committed not to separate families in that way. So the, the truce is delicate. It's Each day is going to be um, a kind of psychological trauma for, for, for the Israeli public. It can go on potentially past Tuesday. Um, uh, uh, Israeli officials have said that they will extend the truce one more day for every 10 additional hostages released. So it could extend for another few days. Um, but at a certain point, it is expected that that will that will break down. Um, and uh, um, at that point, um, we'll have to, to wait and see. Certainly, Israel's very clear that it has two undiminished goals. One is to release all its hostages and the other is to defeat and destroy Hamas. And I don't think either of those goals are diminished at this point. And Israel will at some point um, uh, uh, want to return to its military operation. OK, and given what you said about the fragility of this uh, current truce and Israel's insistence that this war will go on, is there any expectation now that this could be used to build any momentum towards a more lasting and more durable ceasefire? I think there clearly will be diplomatic pressure and diplomatic moves to try and do that, to try and take this window and turn it into an extended uh, ceasefire. Um, That's certainly something that um, Hamas uh, would like to happen. It would like to bring an end to the war at this point um, to secure a long-term ceasefire while still holding Israeli hostages and use those as leverage against Israel. You can understand from Israel's point of view um, that would be... uh, um, a, a, a major problem. So there may be diplomatic pressure in in that direction, but I I don't think I would be surprised if that's if that's what happens. The the major uh, external actor from Israel's perspective is the United States. The United States, certainly President Biden, seems to share Israel's assessment that destroying Hamas uh, is an appropriate, legitimate goal. Um, it may be that there'll be a lot of pressure from the US on Israel to change the methods of its military operation. But I would be surprised, uh, albeit, albeit there may be a lot of international pressure, a lot of international parties that want to bring a permanent ceasefire, I would be surprised if they're successful whilst Hamas continues to rule the Gaza Strip. And how could the US and others go about convincing Israel to, you know, continue and, and, and perhaps go towards a more durable ceasefire uh, because it's, it, it, it is a risky proposition for the Israeli government. Yeah, and I think from Israel's perspective, uh, it's important to emphasise that um, this is not just a war between Israel and Hamas. Israel perceives itself what is, in fact, fighting a multi-front war against an axis that is backed by Iran. From Israel's point of view, this is not a kind of war of choice. Most Israelis perceive themselves to be fighting an existential war, that if they don't inflict an unequivocal, clear military defeat on Hamas, that Israel's um, um, deterrence in the region is fatally undermined. If it's possible for Hamas and its its allies in the region like Hezbollah, even Houthi groups in Yemen, Shia groups in in uh, in Iraq, 
uh, and other proxies and allies of Iran will try again uh, uh, time after time using different methods and means to act in the way Hamas has and, and perpetually undermine Israel's security, essentially making Israel unviable as a, as a state. So from Israel's point of view, defeating Hamas is, is nothing less than a, uh, a necessity. That's certainly how most Israelis see it. Whether they can actually do it is, is another question. But I think it's important to emphasize um, how Israel understands the conflict that it's that it's currently engaged in. And that was Dr. Toby Green from the Middle East Centre at the London School of Economics.